Here are your hosts, Steve Kaplowitz and Don Haskins. And welcome back, everybody, as we continue live uh, from Fuddruckers here on the west side of town, 5030 North Desert Boulevard. Time for another edition of the Don Haskins Show. For the next two hours, chance to talk to the former UTEP coach and Hall of Famer at 880-5763, 880-KROD. We certainly have a lot to talk about today. And uh, joining us on the program, coming up in about uh, a little less than 15 minutes from now, it will be New Mexico State head coach Reggie Theus talking about uh, his team in the Battle of I-10 Saturday night at the Pan Am Center. And then in the 7 o'clock hour, the shadow. Neville Shedd will join us from his home in San Antonio. So we've got some great guests lined up for you and a chance to get in on the program as well. Great to see you. It's been a couple of weeks since we've been doing this last. Yeah, Steve, it's real nice to be back. Uh, uh, it seems like it's been a long time since we've been on. I know. It's been about three weeks. And, right. Uh, you've been a busy guy as well. A lot of, uh, I think, uh, UTEP basketball season is now in full swing. And um, as the Miners get ready for their big one uh, coming up uh, against the Aggies on Saturday, they played probably their best game of the season uh, Sunday afternoon uh, against the New Mexico Lobos. Uh, they, I thought they were really good. Uh, uh, we shot the ball well. Uh, we played great defense against the Lobos and took them right out of it. And then uh, a couple of days later, New Mexico State, uh, really, I tell you what, I, I don't know if we softened them up or what, but New Mexico has great talent. And uh, um, I thought their defense was not as good as it could have been here. Yeah. But I think we had a lot to do with that. And, Steve, you know, uh, uh, you know, our team has been a little up and down. And they say that we got all these newcomers. And we got three guys from back from last year. Yeah. But they didn't play this style either. So it is a total different page uh, <clears throat> for the entire group. Uh, uh, Stefan Jackson, uh, you know, Doc Sadler didn't play this style. Uh, uh, Henderson, uh, none of them. Thomas. So we're talking about an, a team um, being, uh, oh, just totally changed their image. Absolutely right. And when you look at the results, the results are still a very impressive performance uh, by the Miners and by the Aggies. And obviously for the Lobos, not the uh, road trip they were hoping for after their uh, undefeated start to the season at 5-0. Well, you know, uh, uh, Steve, uh, um, I watched Billy Gillespie play at uh, uh, LSU the other yes. night. And, you know, he'd won four or five, and, and he's got a great team. But uh, when you play that first road game, Away now the Lobos were five and zero coming in here. Uh, they'd been at home where everybody's clapping and and uh, uh, you know it's a different deal. And same way with Southern Cal, I think Tim Floyd has a great team. Went to Kansas, got beat by ten. I thought it was a very well played game. I, you know uh, Kansas is ranked number three the last time I looked at the poll. So he played well. I, I thought. Uh, uh, Tim's guys didn't rebound the defensive border. He could have won. But any time you go off and play your first road game, it's tough. Now, we've already been there. You know, we played in the uh, uh, the uh, uh, Classic in uh, Syracuse. And so we already got a little of the jitters out of us. 
But now, we haven't seen an environment like we're going to see over, uh, over New Mexico State. Uh, two or three of our guys have, but that's all. But uh, um, the style of play, I, I think. Now, I watched, uh, um, I watched New Mexico State play Merrimont. And I'll have to ask Reggie about this pretty soon. It might have been the worst officiated game I ever watched. I've never, at the end of the game, guy took three steps, falling down. Did you see that? Yes. Unbelievable. Unbelievable. Now, I don't, if I'd been in official open high, I could slept that night. If you were a coach, you probably would have been fined for your comments about the officiating after the game. Uh, I wouldn't have been there at the end of that game. Reggie took an awful lot in the second half. See, he had them 15, 16, or 17. Yeah. And uh, <clears throat> I watched the game, and and uh, I uh, I pull for New Mexico State, except when they're pulling, you know, when uh, they're playing UTEP. And uh, I think he's doing a great job over there. Uh, the program has really come along. They played. Uh, uh, I didn't, you know, I did watch a little of the Arizona game, and they got beat about 14 or 15. But there's a, most of the teams in the country. Going over to Arizona will get beat that much. But I thought they were very, very competitive. 880-5763-880. K-R-O-D is our telephone number as we continue here on the Don Haskins Show. Don't forget, folks, uh, the caller of the show will win that $50 Border Bucks gift card from Howdy's. So the caller of the show wins the $50 gift card. I've got 50 bucks to give away here as well tonight. I've got a lot of painted dudes golf. I've got some great baseball caps from VP Sports uh, for the Brute Sun Bowl, the official merchandise uh, of the Brute Sun Bowl. It's VP Sports, so come on down. I'm even giving away some UTEP basketball tickets against Texas State uh, coming up on December 19th. So your chance to win with us here tonight and on the phone lines as well. This rivalry, talking about the Miners in New Mexico State, um, the last couple of years with the Aggies down, it seemed like there were not nearly as many Aggie fans at uh, their games as we've seen in the past. Yet I heard already a report, 12,000 plus at the Pan Am Center for the Lobos. So if UTEP fans expect uh, to the same kind of atmosphere that they've had the last couple of years with the Aggies down a little bit, I think they're going to be mistaken on oh, Saturday. It, it's going to be different. Over It'll be as hard a place to play as... We will be this year yeah. on the road. Uh, we don't, I don't think we go to Memphis, but there'll be no place that we play that will be as difficult. Aggie fans are really great over there. I think uh, they're loud and boisterous, even uh, when they're down to seven or eight thousand. But uh, Reggie's got them going and and believing, and uh, it's going to be a heck of a game. And you know, <clears throat> for us to. Play, if, if we play like we did against New Mexico, uh, if we guard, stay in front of our man like we did that night, yep. and uh, pass it as well as we did, we run our offense great, and we made open shots. And, uh, you, you know, we'll have to do that. I don't think we can go over to New Mexico State and shoot 35 40% 40 and win. How big of a key in your mind is Jeremy Sampson for this team? Uh, Jeremy Sampson the rest of the season? Oh, I couldn't believe the difference. Uh, uh, <clears throat> Sampson, uh, um, I think the coach changed positions with him, and he put him around the basket. Yep. And I thought he was 
you know, they all played well. But he had a tremendous game in the lane. He's 6'10 or 11. He's long, uh, very athletic. Uh, he had three, four, maybe five putbacks. Plus, the guy went out on the floor and made a three. That's right. He's, he could be really a great player. Let's go to the phones right now. Nathan is first up on a mobile as we begin the Don Haskins show live here from Fuddruckers. Nathan, thanks for the phone call. You're on with the coach. Hey, Coach. Uh, first of all, it's an honor to, to talk to you. I haven't uh, talked to you in person before, but I thought I'd ask you a question. Uh, with it being a young team, a new team, and a, a new style, there's going to be a lot of peaks and valleys where, you know, I've mentioned it before to Steve, where they're going to beat some people they probably shouldn't. They're going to lose some people uh, they probably shouldn't, which has already proved to be true. Uh, my question for you, and I'll listen off the air, is what, uh, what kind of discussion do you have with a team like this? Uh, a, with a loss against, you know, after Chicago State, a team they should have beat, and then B, not getting too high on, on a win that they had against New Mexico, and I'll let you answer that off the air. That's a great question. Hey, uh, Nathan, uh, first off, you know, I've been around basketball many years, and I was kind of like fans, and I thought, who's Chicago State? Well, I'll tell you what, they had five or six or seven of the better players that I've seen. You know, they had a little guy, five is set. 5-7 at the end of the game and they threw a lob to him and he had he had his shoulders over the rim. We we did not get beat by a bad team. Uh, Chicago State is for real and uh, there'll be a heck of a chance that somebody is not going to want to play them in the NCAA tournament. Now, I don't know how many road games. Now they went up to New Mexico State and got beat four yeah. after you know coming in here. Uh, so, uh, Nathan, uh, uh, that that Chicago State bunch is pretty good. But what do you, you tell know, a team though? Say you were say you were still coaching, and your team plays and and loses a tough game to Chicago State. As a head coach, how do you rally these guys and get them to turn around and then beat a team like New Mexico and, and still keep their heads not to get too high before a game like the Aggies? I got I think we got to hand it to our coach. Uh, Tony Barbie, uh, uh, I'm sure he was down after the game, but he realized sometimes you can't make players believe that somebody they're playing, if they have no name, can really play. Yeah. And I'm sure, you know, he was he was telling them that because uh, I'd heard that they could play. I wasn't aware that they were as talented as they. Uh, I thought their talent was as good as somewhere close to New Mexico's. Mm -hmm. But uh, uh, got to give the coach credit for getting them back up. Got to give the players and uh, the older guys who, who who's a sophomore. Uh, I know, credit it's crazy. For, yeah, uh, you know we. By the way, Stephon, uh, we got one Stephon Player of the Week in Conference USA for his performance a week. Oh, ago. he should have been. Yeah, you know he's been playing well every game, and as I said a while ago, you know we're. We don't have just junior college and freshmen that haven't played the Tony Barbie style. We've got the guys from last year, too. Absolutely. So it's a big change for them. And I don't know if I answered your question um, about uh, um, I didn't think we were that bad against uh, Chicago State. We, got, we were ahead 17 to 7, mm -hmm. and then all of a sudden, you know, sometimes players, if they get ahead early in the game, they think, well, it's going to be pretty easy. 
But, and I did too. I'm sitting there and it's 17 to 7. And all of a sudden, uh, that bunch really woke up. And, uh, 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 you know, they, get, they got a fine team. You know, you can't find, we got Texas State coming in. Yes. They'll have three or four good players. Every, everybody has some. Everybody has some good players. All right, eight eight zero. Nathan, thank you for the question. Nice job. Six nineteen. The time again. Reggie Theus should be joining us shortly. Let's take a break. We'll get back. More of your phone calls up next. We're live at Fuddruckers with the Don Haskins Show, only on News Radio KROD. Welcome back, everybody. As we continue live uh, from Fuddruckers West, it's more of the Don Haskins Show. Come on down. Mention the Bears' name. Save 10% off your meal. And as we mentioned, we've got some great guests coming up for you. Uh, practice running just a little long in Crucis. Reggie Theus should join us shortly. I know we had Kevin on the line who dropped. Kevin, if you want to get back to the show, now is a good time to do it. 880-5763. 880-KROD. We'll get you right on in and through to the program as we continue on this Thursday. So we're talking about the Miners and uh, their performance, not only against New Mexico, but... I, I don't but, like to hear that Reggie's practicing still. Yeah, I know. Today. Well, got a little more work he's, to do. He, he's got a little more work to do, obviously, or he wouldn't be doing it. You know what amazes me? How deep that basketball team is. He has so much depth this you year. Know, it's, it's incredible. There's two. I think he's still got two starters out. That's, yeah. That's unbelievable. Tyro Nelson didn't even play against the Lobos. Um, I think he's got a bad hand. Yeah. And then does. there's another one of his, uh, I don't know his name, but uh, uh, he keeps coming uh, with more people. Uh, they got, I, I, I was amazed at the way they played Arizona. And, of course, I saw the game at Merrimack. I've already told you what I thought of that one. Yeah. Well, that Merrimack game that was, was like, that was like a heist, you know, a robbery. Eight eight zero five seven six three eight eight zero K R O D. If you want to get into the show as we continue live uh, from Fuddruckers here, your opportunity to chat with the Bear on anything that you want to discuss, whether it's players, team. Um, you know, you saw the New Mexico game. You saw the way they were able to run their offense, the way they got back on defense. It just seemed like, and, and you know what? I agree with Nathan, Coach. I really do. I think when you have so many new players, what, nine new players, new coaching staff, new philosophies, it just takes time, and you're going to get, especially in the first couple of months of the season, some games where they play very well and other games where they don't look so good. Yeah. And there's no question. That's, that's the way uh, it's going to be. Although, after having such a good game against New Mexico, if we can go over and play... Uh, well at New Mexico State. Uh, I think the guys are gradually catching on to what he's doing. Uh, it sure looked like they're more cohesive mm -hmm. the other uh, last Sunday. Yep. And um, I know I, w I enjoy watching them play. You know, it's a little faster style than I ever played or Billy played or Doc, but it's a style like last night I watched Memphis and Tennessee race up and down the floor and, and uh, uh, you know, shoot quick and what have you. And I think it's fun for the fans. Absolutely. All right. As we continue here on the Don Haskins Show and uh, talk more right now with the Bear, um, you look at the next few games, you know, it's kind of funny because I don't want to jump ahead too much, but before you know it, it's the tournament. 
and to start a conference play. And this is really the last month before that, uh, before that conference well, play we, starts. Uh, we, paid, we played te at Texas State uh -huh. and then the tournament? Uh, I think there's a return game first. Before Texas State, there's a return game with New Mexico State. Oh, is there? Okay. So the, uh, the yeah. return, by the way. Yeah, we'll get your, them over here. What are your thoughts on, on that? I, and that's kind of an interesting subject, too. And I know we're going to have Reggie on in a few minutes. But um, the talk of taking the home and home and reducing it to just one game a year. Oh, I think it's there's – there's two schools we need to play in basketball twice a year. And we need to play in football. This is my thinking. Yeah. We need to play New Mexico State over there and here. Uh, Jason Rabbit was the one that came up with that first, didn't want to do it. Yeah. And we need to play New Mexico, not just one game. That's one of the biggest rivalries uh, of all time. New Mexico, New Mexico State. Did I enjoy playing them? No, I didn't. From a coaching standpoint, it was tough. But uh, it's games that, that you need to play. And we're close. You know, we're you know, 40 miles up the road. Uh, you can get to Albuquerque if you drive in three hours or three and a half or 40 minutes by plane. Uh, we need to play them. I tried my best. You know, we got, it, got Arizona going. That's fairly close. And uh, we couldn't, uh, we couldn't uh, keep, you know, all of a sudden they decided they just wanted to play over there and not over here. And I wouldn't do that. But uh, we definitely need to try to keep New Mexico State home and away and New Mexico. Especially as tough as it is sometimes to schedule games. And you know this. Oh, I remember yes. about, it must have been about 10 years ago, I'd come into your office, I'd sit down with you and G-Ray, and all we would do is we'd spend about a half an hour to an hour talking about scheduling basketball games and how difficult at that time it was. I could just imagine how, uh, you know, now it, it hasn't gotten any easier. Well, t Tony's talking about uh, toughening the schedule up. And uh, that's fine, but you can't go play. Uh, uh, you know, we're playing Texas Tech, and uh, th that's every other year. I wish that was twice a year, but, uh, you know, uh, but I don't think it's like New Mexico and New Mexico State. But, you know, the biggest problem you have, and you have fans complaining, uh, one year... I, I wrote everybody in the Southwest Conference, and I couldn't get one of them. Oh, they'll all play there. And some of them didn't even want to play there. Really? No. Uh, but coming here, uh-uh. No way. And they just knew that they were going to have a tough time coming out with well, a victory? I don't know. Uh, uh, you know, most of them say, well, the Southwest Conference is tough enough and, and all that. But... Uh, uh, and I was very hard-headed. I'm not going to go over there and play if they won't return. And I, I hope that Tony, uh, I think it's fine. Go play, uh, go play Syracuse. Fine. Will they come here? You know, the last time, you know, I uh, had a big challenge with the Big East. We didn't get in the tournament one year and, and uh, tried to play them all. Uh, go play them all and have them all come here, you know, in different years. And they would. The only one that did it was Georgetown, John Thompson. And the deal was we played one in El Paso, two there, and used Big East officials, which, by the way, were the most consistent officials for those three games I ever had. I guess that makes you wonder. You probably, after those games, thought to yourself, hmm, too bad we can't have these Big East officials a little more often. 
Well, they they were consistent. They yeah. let they let the game, you know, they let you play. But uh, you see this one guy on TV, all that Timmy Higgins, kind of a little blonde. He was blonde-headed, kind of gray. But uh, uh, all three officials called all three games. It's pretty amazing. Yeah. Really you don't is. find that very often anymore. No, no. you don't. 880-5763-880-KROD. We are at the bottom of the hour, 630. We'll take another break, come back. Second half hour coming up, including Reggie Theus, New Mexico State head basketball coach. Stay tuned, folks. More of the Don Haskins Show live from Fuddruckers West, only on News Radio KROD. AM 600, News Radio KROD. Welcome back, everybody. As we continue, more of the Don Haskins Show lines available right now, 880-5763-880-KROD. Great prizes we are giving away tonight here at Fuddruckers on the west side of town. We've got Brute Sunball baseball caps, courtesy of VP Sports. I also have a ski hat as well. Howdy's Border Bucks gift card. I've got a $50 gift card we're giving away. Tickets to the Miners in Texas State. Golf at Painted Dunes. Also, we have... A pass to Bart Reed's comic strip and nightclub. So lots of great things. You can walk away a winner with us here tonight at Fuddruckers. Plus, be a part of the show. Get a chance to meet the bear as well as mentioning his name when you place your order. And you will save 10% off your meal. That's right. Save 10% when you mention the bear while ordering. And we've got lines available if you want to get in. 880-5763-880-KROD as we continue here live from uh, Fuddruckers. You mentioned uh, Texas A&M yesterday, or a couple nights ago, losing uh, to LSU. Uh, Billy Gillespie, by the way, has another amazing uh, contest for his team scheduled Saturday afternoon in UCLA. Pauly UCLA. Pavilion. That's yeah. right. Is that a place you uh, ever, you ever? You never played the Pauley Pavilion, did yeah, you? Yeah, oh, sure did. That's right, you did play there in the preseason uh, NIT. We uh, had them down uh, seven a couple minutes ago, and uh, I had one guy didn't shoot free throws real well. He wanted the ball down there, and he got it. And we missed uh, six or seven free throws in a row, and they beat us by one the next year. Yeah. They won the uh, national. I think that might have been a 92. I'm not sure. I seem to remember that the O'Bannons were on that uh, on the that roster Was. back when you played them. And uh, they had a little guard that played the next year. It was, it was yeah. basically the same uh, team that uh, we played the year before. Yeah. Well, still, it's a tough matchup. And, you know, Texas A&M, there was a lot of talk about Billy not playing. Well, you know, uh, let, let me interrupt. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, uh, I was kind of surprised, you know. Uh, they've had so much uh, great basketball there. Uh, I didn't think it was real, and I've noticed that on TV. It's not a very enthusiastic crowd. Yeah. That won't even be close to what we're facing going over to New Mexico State or the pit. They're, uh, uh, I don't know, they, you know, it wasn't that they didn't clap and what have you, but uh, uh, our fans have no idea the enthusiasm we have in this town. Yes. Uh, New Mexico State and the pit is... Uh, renowned for 
being boisterous. Was it always hard for you comparing the two rivalries and trying to say what would be a, you know, what were tougher matchups for you going to the pit as opposed to going to the Pan Am Center? Well, <clears throat> I tried very hard um, to uh, not try to get our guys. They're going to get pumped up anyway for New Mexico State. Yep. New Mexico was in the league. Yeah, so that's true. That, that's, you know, made well, it a little more. Let's find out from the head coach of the New Mexico State Aggies who joins us live on the phones as we continue with the Don Haskins Show, and that would be Reggie Theus. Coach, uh, first off, great to have you back uh, with us, and uh, great to have you on the Don Haskins Show for the first time this year. Well, well I'll tell you what, I'm honored. Coach Haskins, well, I, I really appreciate you having me on. Uh, Reggie, I'll tell you what, uh, we really appreciate you coming on. Now, you work, you're practicing late, and I know what you were doing. You're trying to run, you're figuring out some trick plays for us, weren't you? <laughs> <laughs> well, I, I, your guys, the guys down there, they're, they're, they're pretty athletic, they play hard, you know, they, they open the game up a little bit, and, uh, you know, we just want to make sure that we don't get caught by surprise with anything that uh, we know they do normally. I'm sure they've had four or five days of practice, they're going to throw a couple of wrinkles in there, but, uh, yeah. you know, we can't worry about that. Hey, Reggie, are y'all in finals? Yes, we are. Boy, we are too. I've always thought that is the hardest time in the world. You know, uh, you know, you uh, probably uh, you had to wait till this evening to practice so you get all your guys there. And, and I know uh, uh, Tony's been doing the same thing. Uh, <clears throat> Reggie, I saw your game. I saw you play Arizona. Uh -huh. I thought you played extremely well. And uh, you know, aren't you still without two starters? Yes, we are. So we, we, Elijah Ingram is still, you know, kind of. Boy, uh, Reggie, he's good. good. And then, uh, yeah, no, he's very good. And then uh, Tyrone is, is uh, still out. Yeah. The uh, I watched. Uh, uh, this is a nightmare to you. Uh, I watched the Merrimont game. Yeah. I've never seen a guy get three or four steps, stumbling, and throw one up, and the officials allowed it. Uh, I don't know how you hung around that second half of that game. Well, it was real difficult. I got I got one of the worst texts I've ever got in my life in that game. I've never I've never seen it worse than that. Yeah, it, uh, it was it was really bad coaching, and uh, you know it never should have come down to that last shot. You know anything can happen if you put yourself in that position, but uh, certainly I think that we're we're way past that 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 scenario. Hopefully we grew a lot in the uh, UNM game. Well. Um... I can't even imagine you beating them as bad as you did. You know, uh, New Mexico's got a lot of talent. And, uh, you know, they come here and they're 5-0. and and As you well know, you know, your first game on the road is really tough. Where did you play first this year? See, we went to Loyola first. But, um, you know, oh, that we, Loyola we, game was your first game. Yeah, well, yeah. on the road. On the road. We had Pacific at home, then we went to Loyola. They would play Arizona on the road. Yeah. Well, um, I watched the Arizona game, and I thought you played extremely well. Well, yeah. And we started I, off slow, but uh, we ended up playing pretty good in the second half. Well, I, that's the way I saw it. Um, I know this is going to be a heck of a ball game over in Cruces. And uh, uh, I understand you've got all your fans back over there, and that is really a noisy, loud tough place to play in uh, when uh, the people come out as they well should and you know our place uh, when you come over here it'll be the same thing that's what makes college ba basketball great 
Well, the Panamaniacs are back, so it's, it's nice to see. And hopefully if we keep playing well, they'll stay with us. Reggie Theus joining us on the phone as we continue with the head coach of New Mexico State. Um, I wasn't at the New Mexico game, Coach, but I heard from the fans, 12,000-plus. And, you know, when you first arrived a year ago, that's what you talked about, that's what you preached. And when the Miners and Aggies hooked up last year, you were a little disappointed because the turnout wasn't maybe what you expected. Now, all of a sudden, with your team playing the way you are, and I'm sure the minor fans still believing in, in uh, Tony Barbie, we very well could see the kind of atmosphere that you talked about one year ago when you first arrived in Las Cruces. Well, we started off the season with about 4,000 fans, and uh, we ended up last year about 9,500. And, you know, I think that with the way we're playing, with the potential of this team, uh, with it being a, a rival game, I'd be very surprised if it's not a complete set off. Oh, it'll, it'll be totally packed. I'll tell you, I wish I had a bunch of tickets I'd uh, scalp. Because I got them. If you want to split, want to split them out, I'll, I'll, we can go in. <laughs> uh, Reggie, you talk about your team. Talk about the improvement that you've seen over the last couple of weeks, especially going on the road early, testing yourself in some very tough environments, and now being back home, what that means to your club. Well, Coach, you'll, you'll understand this. You know, when you, I lost two of my best players two weeks into our practice in October. So all of a sudden, we don't have the same team, and they happen to be, you know, three of my best players, Elijah, Hatchula, and also um, Tyrone Nelson. So, you know, we're looking at a team that, 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 you know, we're very thankful that we're very deep. Because if we weren't real deep, we would have been in real trouble. Uh, you know, when you look at the situation going on the road, playing Arizona and Loyola after we beat uh, Pacific at home, we had a chance, should have beat Loyola, and had a chance to, to cut uh, the Arizona game down to uh, single digits. So I'm not upset about the way we started off. I think it's just bad luck, and our players understood that. And, you know, once we got a chance to get home and make some adjustments, the adjustments worked very well for us. Uh, Reggie? I, I, I couldn't see it because it wasn't te televised, but uh, listening to the New Mexico game in Albuquerque, uh -huh. you, you missed a bunch of free you the one, you, Didn't you get beat four there? Yeah. And yeah, you missed a ton we, of we free throws. Really, yeah, we would have won the game, you know, but we missed 16 free throws in that 16, game. 16, I, I knew it somewhere. That, so, uh, that, that is very frustrating. You know, I got to where in later years... Uh, I wouldn't watch free throws. You know, I'd get mad. Oh, I'd get mad at him because they stand up here, you know, and the guy's practice habit means everything. He'd bounce it two times uh, in practice and then get in a clutch situation and he'd bounce it once and fire it up there. So to right. keep from getting mad at him, I just didn't watch. Well, I mean, I, mean, I, I don't know if I can. I'm kind of weird like that. I kind of I watch the agony sometimes. <laughs> well... At, at least you know what happened. But, uh, uh, boy, I'm looking forward to this game uh, uh, Saturday night. Both of you, it's going to be even, both teams uh, being in finals. And I think it's a heck of an advantage. We'll say if you were in finals and we wasn't. Uh, oh, yeah. We get, you know, I don't know what you were like when I was at Oklahoma A&M as a college player. When it come final time, I finally uh, started burning midnight oil because I was always about to flunk out. 
Well, you know, we, what we try to do is, you know, if the guys take care of their business, you know, then the finals are not like life or death. That's you know, right. It, That's you know, right. They, when they don't take care of their business, it becomes life, life or death. Then, yeah, it becomes very stressful. Yeah. But, well, you know, it's, it's difficult, Coach, because we only have a certain amount of time to schedule these games. So, for, for us, it's real difficult because we have Utah and New Mexico home and home. So, I've got to schedule four games in a matter of probably three weeks. Yeah, you know, uh, that is, you know, now uh, we're playing New Mexico. They started last year. Uh one time there, the next time here, and the next year we go up there. But it's right. it's two games, uh, it, it's two teams that we need to be playing. I think you know I don't want to uh, get have Bob Stall after me, but uh, it's just my own thinking that you play New Mexico, New Mexico State. It's been rivalry for oh, 50, 60, 70 years, and yeah. uh, it's a game that. Like when you come down here, it's going to be jam-packed. You know that. Well, Coach, you know, this is a big game for us because I'm telling our guys, we have not beat Utah in four years. Right. So this is a huge game. This yeah, is, but... This is, a, this is to, to make sure that we establish our dominance and, and, and make people understand that it, that, that drops over. Well, uh, the... Uh, um, you know, when you got here, I, I, it, it was a... You came over here and got beat, but I thought you were really, really competitive. And I told people that night that things are fixing to get a little bit tough up the road. Well, you know, we had them up here again. We missed 16 free throws against uh, UTEP last year up here, and it cost us the game. But this is a team coach that is very active. They play hard. If you allow them to get into their rhythm, if you allow them to run their, their offense and take you off the dribble, uh, you can be in for a shock. And one thing we don't want right now is to be shocked in our own building. Right. Now, when you talk about the minors, if you wouldn't mind, Coach, give us a little bit of what you've seen from this basketball team and where do you think UTEP's the most dangerous heading into Saturday's game? Well, you know, the, the biggest thing is they, 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 I think they play pretty hard. Uh, they, they play wide open, which is the way that, you know, uh, Coach Bobby played, you know, over at Memphis. Um you know, they, they, they are not a great shooting team, but, but any team that uh, gets into a rhythm can become a great shooting team on any night. So you have to be careful of that kind of thing. The biggest thing is they want to push the ball. They, they, they play scrappy defense. They rebound. They offensive rebound very well. So I expect it to be a scrappy game. I expect it to be a tough and hard-fought game. So, you know, we're not taking it lightly. We're taking this very serious, and we're looking at it as an opportunity to... Um, gain some more respect in this region. I'll tell you what, I wouldn't want to be in your leg this year and have to come over and, and uh, play the conference tournament there because you'll really have those guys going by then. I watched well, you okay. last year. I watched I watched how much improvement there was uh, 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 in, in your team. I got to see them a couple times on TV. Uh, right. I can't remember. Uh, where was the tournament last year? It was in Nevada, Coach. And I we saw that. Off really I saw, slow. Right. And, 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 but you're, you're 100% right. The, the amount of, 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 that we gained throughout the year, we got so much better. At the end of the season, we were a 20-plus team win. 
And, uh, you know, that, that we thought at the end of the season there weren't very many teams that were better than us, you know, in this region or, you know, around the country. I agree with you. Well, one thing's for certain. It's going to be it's going to be rocking Saturday, and then just a couple of nights later, back here in El Paso for the rematch between the uh, Aggies and the Miners. And Coach, uh, we want to thank you again for being generous with your time and joining us. And I know uh, Coach Haskins has something for you before we let you go. Have you seen okay. Tark, uh, Red, uh, Reggie? Have you seen Tark lately? No, I haven't seen him. I talked to him about a month ago. Did you? I, I haven't talked to him in a good while. Great guy. Yeah. Great job uh, he did. Uh, during his years of coaching, and uh, I watched you play a lot of times for the Running Rebels. Well, I appreciate that. By the way, I heard this too, and I wasn't sure about this. Did you used to uh, model underwear during your NBA playing <laughs> career, Coach? No, no I, I got asked to do a, a layout once. I turned it down. They offered me about sixty thousand dollars, and I turned it down because I was partially nude in the uh, in the. <laughs> in the deal, so I, I let it go. I was thinking I saw you. I thought you looked pretty good myself. <laughs> well, you know, huh? I, was, I was single in those days, so I was thinking about doing it. <laughs> well, Coach, we appreciate it again. Thanks so much, and uh, we'll see you on Saturday night for the big one. Thank you, no, Reggie. Thanks, guys. I appreciate it, Coach. Thank you. Thank you a lot. It's Reggie Theus, okay. head coach of the New Mexico State Aggies, joining us. We'll take a break, come back, wrap up hour number one in a moment as we continue live from Fuddruckers here on the west side. More of the Don Haskins Show right after this on News Radio KROD. Welcome back, everybody, as we continue more of the Don Haskins Show right now as we roll right along live from uh, Fuddruckers here on the west side of town. 880-5763, 880-KROD, our telephone number. Come on down and join us tonight, folks. We've got uh, not only an opportunity for you to be around with the bear, but also you mentioned the coach when ordering your meal. Save 10% off your meal. That's right. That's a great deal in itself. And, uh, Coach, first off, I'll say this. Um, enjoyed listening to uh, Reggie Theus and his comments uh, on this game. And I'll tell you, you're right. I think that now that he realizes that the fans are, are back this year and really will be with him probably for the, uh, for the entire home schedule, it will make for a much different atmosphere than we've seen the last few years. Well, uh, Reggie made him come back. It's, yep. uh, it's their play. Uh, I've, I've always, I used to tell our players that... Uh, you know, if you're playing hard, it's like, uh, you know, the first year Billy Gillespie's here, he's 6-24. I, I tell you what, I, I went to every game because they played so hard. We got beat a lot, but we played hard, never gave up. And what happened the next year? Pretty much the same group with a couple new guys coming in. Uh, we turned that 6-24 around to 24-6. I think from listening to the fans... All they're really hoping for every night is just like that 6-24 team. Not the results, but the effort, effort. the hustle, and right. seeing this team just compete from start to finish. And if fans get that, I think that, uh, you know what, they'd like to see 20 wins. They'd like to see a postseason, but that doesn't matter so much as, as opposed to them just coming out and playing. Uh, you know, uh, uh, <clears throat> if we get consistent and play like we did against New Mexico, I don't know if we will, but hopefully we will. Uh, we could very well be in a postseason game. Uh, yep. Uh, I haven't seen many teams in Conference USA. I saw Memphis last night. Now, they're so loaded with talent. It's unbelievable. But we do play them here. 
and uh, and that could you be know we'll, we'll see two teams playing just like uh, I was I was going to say that that is very true. Not to mention, look what a difference last year made for the Miners when they played UAB at home, and what I considered probably the best victory for Doc Sadler in his two years coaching this basketball team. Watching the clinic he put on the court a year ago against UAB, you don't know. You get Memphis here, and all of a sudden. You get such a huge home court advantage with UTEP coming out, the fans pumped, the team pumped. You very well could see, um, you know, an, an upset that night in El Paso. Do you remember how much we beat UAB? Uh, it was twenty-eight. In, I was going to say it was close to thirty. Yeah. Yeah, twenty-eight. And uh, then over on their home floor, we got beat in a, a by a point or two. And, uh, and then in the tournament, I, it came down to free throws uh, against UAB in the uh, what was it? That was the, uh, the semifinals, I believe, of right. the uh, Conference USA tournament. Yeah, right. Uh, last year's team was very solid, but there was a, a jillion seniors. You know, we lost yep. all but three guys. And uh, uh, this new bunch, uh, I think we got a lot of talent. Um, we we got uh, uh, like this Sampson. Uh, um, the guards are good that come in. You know, the little kid from Philadelphia. I love He's Malik Alvin. He's amazing. Malik Alvin is going to be a yeah. ball player. And uh, uh, I don't think uh, Doc brought in a player that, could, that couldn't play. Well, the question and is. they haven't. There's games that they haven't put it together. Yeah. I keep going back to that Chicago State game. Uh, they got beat four over at New Mexico State. New Mexico State was well aware of where they were coming from. Absolutely. And uh, uh, Reggie's got a fine team up there. A, t a team, I think, will be in the NCAA tournament. There you have it. Hour number one in the books here on the Don Haskins Show. When we come back, more of your phone calls, along with the Shadow Neville Shed, who will be joining us on the phone lines at 720. We'll take more of your calls as well. 880-5763. 880-KROD gets you through to the Don Haskins Show live from Fuddruckers West. We still have some seats in the bar. Come on down and join us. It's 5030 North Desert Boulevard. Just take the far west Mesa exit and stay on the off-road and you will find Fuddruckers West, home of the Don Haskins Show on News Radio KROD. <laughs> 